that idea where people take it upon themselves to create additional time when a decision has already been made is another layer of bureaucracy. Like that's why I get very leery of when someone tells me of like, this is what happened at the meeting. Like, is it though? Are you sure that's what happened at the meeting? Let me go ask somebody else. And then if I get a different story already, I'm suspect. I'm like, no, let me go. And I have no problem. Not kidding. No problem finding that senior officer, finding the senior leader be like, Hey, sir, ma'am, what did you say? Did you say this, this, or that? They'll tell me what the answer is. All right, cool. Now I got it. And then I have very clear and, and precise information to take action on because someone else is filtering it or changing potentially the narrative because there's a different agenda they're trying to fit. Three, two, one. What is up, everybody? You are listening. You are watching to the Constant Elevation Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Rock. Busy. It's been busy here. Uh, by the time you hear this, is going to be the first uh, the first show of April 2022. And uh, um, so in between here, we just had a I just came home from a going away from one of our, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> senior enlisted leaders, actually going to be staying in the local area, moving over to Andrews Air, uh, Air Force Base from here at Fort Meade. And then I'm coming home recording this episode because in about in an hour and a half, I have to take my son to uh, soccer practice because he's going to be there for about an hour and a half. And so can't stop, won't stop. The idea of producing content uh, every week during when the season is open is actually very, very important to me. And I know I can get this done in a very efficient manner. And because a lot of this stuff is just, it's one take Jake. I don't try, I don't try and overthink this. I do prepare a lot for these episodes, but, uh, um, I like this, uh, just kind of the free form flow of thought that I have. And I find that actually reveals a little bit more authentic kind of delivery as opposed to being too structured and trying to formalize it and perfect it. That's not what I'm about. That's not what this podcast is about. Just trying to share my leadership thoughts, but, uh, crazy. This is actually episode number 100, number 100. Actually, I can't believe I actually got it here. I started putting like those episode, uh, numbers, there kind of give it give myself some internal motivation to make sure like hey so you're gonna make it to 100 that uh if you go all the way back to september 14th of 2019 that's actually the very the very first episode that i published season one actually was called breaking red podcast i chose the term breaking red if you're familiar with flight lines you're not supposed to break red um and so i wanted to tackle kind of topics that people weren't necessarily comfortable talking about hence the name. And then eventually I kind of had to figure out my own voice and like anything else, you know, things evolve. And then I, a season two ended up, I changed it and remixed it to the constant elevation. And then since then it's been constant elevation. And so if you go to constantelevation.co, you can see everything up to season two or every, everything down to season two. I don't know how you say that, but if you go to my YouTube channel and the, the um, links are going to be on constantelevation.co or the show notes for this episode, you can go all the way back to the very first episode. I'm very surprised when some people tell me that like, yeah, I've been following following you since breaking red. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Didn't, didn't expect that, but I'm very happy that, uh, um, long time listeners, um, just kind of, they appreciate the content that I am producing and you guys are here for the ride now. And so episode 100, here we are. So April, 2022. So, uh, this week, uh, a lot of times what happens is the topics that I pick, I have like a running list of kind of things that sort of, I, I know I want to talk about, but then I let the energy of my, the week or the day or the month kind of flow me towards a certain kind of topic. And, um, this week I want to talk about bureaucracy. 
And it's been coming to a point where I'm noticing it. A lot of times when I think about a theme, I start to notice it more and it kind of helps me sharpen up some of my thoughts I want to talk about. And so part of it was um, a couple weeks ago, if you guys are tracking, I went to my new 06 orientation seminar, aka new 06 charm school. We actually had the uh, privilege of having uh, Chief Mass Sergeant of the Air Force, uh, Joanne Bass, join us. And so one of the questions that I asked, and it was funny, it's not really funny, but like, we had a lot of senior officers and senior leaders uh, joining our, our, our seminar, but like anything else, you kind of have to make sure somebody has to have these pre, pre-made questions to ask. And so as I saw some of the itinerary, I started to kind of write down some questions. So the question I asked her was, within your last 30 or 60 days, what is the last thing that either excited you or frustrated you when you were out there? And uh, um, trying to, you know, she's all around the Air Force and trying to figure out, I'm just curious to know what her, some of her thoughts are. And she said the thing that frustrated her most was bureaucracy. And this was around the time where just uh, um, General Brown just released his updates to his action orders, specifically about bureaucracy, that that has been the one that has been most challenging or elusive, I think is the word um, that uh, was been reported on that. So I started digging into that and started kind of paying attention at work as far as, well, how, how much, how bureaucratic is it at a staff job? Spoiler, it's way too much. It is like so bureaucratic. And so maybe just because where I work at JVXU Doden, I mean, it, it ends up becoming by nature because we're kind of in the middle. It has to be bureaucratic, but I also really don't like that answer. But I started seeing some some themes that I felt like, what is preventing us? What are bureaucratic layers that are preventing us? And then how can I try and overcome those, even though I'm just a, a regular division chief and, try, and I have only so much uh, power within power is this very, very strong word, but like so much influence within the larger organization. What are what are things that I can notice, and then how can I somehow try and make um, uh, some forward progress on that? So this week I want to show you my my five things that I notice why uh, bureaucracy is the killer of initiative. That's actually the this week's title because I really think that's what's happening. You have this layer of bureaucracy that's preventing us from being the best team, the best organization, the best leaders we can be. And it's weird. Like it's, it's, we all know it, but for some reason we kind of default to it or other people may or may not, they may not have enough self-awareness to understand like you're actually, you're actually functioning as a bureaucratic layer that's, that's causing friction to progression. And I think if people understood that, I don't think they would necessarily want to be in that role, but sometimes just human nature is you're trying to go path of least resistance or you're trying to figure out ways that you don't cause enough waves so you're okay just being you're you're satisfied being in the muck of bureaucracy at least like no progress is better than regression so i'm okay with being with no progress and that is the freaking lamest thing i've ever heard of so in any case i have five things you want to go to constantelevation.co um you can find the full show notes uh, i've been trying to work really hard this season to kind of outline some of the thoughts that i have that way you can kind of um they're not really talking points the way uh, that i sometimes do it but i wrote down just a lot of my thoughts in longer paragraph forms you can read at your discretion so first thing i think about when i think about bureaucracy um it's the pathway from communication to decision is too vertical. And I call this Dante's Inferno. I call it Dante's Inferno because when I first came on staff here, in order for me to get actual decision briefing, I actually had to go through like five different levels of meetings across the span of two and a half weeks. 
So imagine the speed of cyber being at time to be waiting for like two and a half weeks to do anything. We actually, the speed of cyber is just, is too fast. The, the nature of the domain, the nature of, um, that, uh, level of warfare is too fast. I don't have time to wait for two and a half things, but the how the organization was built, I had to go to my boss who had to talk to my boss who had to talk to several bosses who had to get to the next layer of bosses and then the two star and then maybe the three star if you eventually make that. Like that's too many levels. It's too vertical. And so I, I talk about it. I call it Dante's Inferno. Funny, not funny, because I feel like it's what's happening. If it feels like I have to go traverse through certain numbers of levels of hell just to make to get a decision, to make any progress, and it's just terrible. It's a, it's a terrible way that, and I don't understand why it was there. I think part of it is you're trying. Everybody feels that like they are providing an an additional layer of value added. Spoiler: You are not. You're not like you're you are potentially going to add input the shit that you don't know anything about it's uniquely um uh it's, it's uniquely unique it is unique to us within our respective directorate i don't need your input and if i get it through my boss then that's about it that's a, and i work for the j3 and so if i work for the j3 i should have a, a, a jump skip and a hop to the commander lately it has gotten better i only have as opposed to i think the count was five or six steps it only takes me two steps to get to a decision which is nice that also means you need to be johnny and jane on the spot to make sure when you you know you get your shot that you shoot it if you're in front of the three star and you're trying to get some decision or action have your shit together and it puts pressure on us to make sure we know what we're talking about but that's that's just normal our, our idea of being prepared we're prepared all all the time and so um and our leadership, at least in the current environment, is willing to have. They're okay with good enough. They're, you know, good enough is a is the enemy of perfection, and they're they they are confident that good enough can spawn the right conversation, and then we can probably, if you if it makes sense, we can actually make progress and get a decision out of that. So, trying to figure out ways to fl um, flatten communication that's the way you can overcome this Dante's Inferno. But the idea of just trying to flatten things to where you don't have to pass through so many things of approval and approval is a really really strong word. It's just opinion in my in my opinion. That's funny. Um, making sure that you try and reduce those levels of just uh, gates that you have to get through because they're probably not necessary. I think it makes more people, if anything, it makes the people at those gates just feel comfortable that they can control some of the speed because if they're not comfortable and don't understand something, they're not going to let it pass. So until they catch up to what the frick you're doing, we, I have to wait for you? Why do I have to wait for you? you need to catch up to us. And so like, and, and I'm in the middle of these kind of things. I'm in maybe like the middle-ish, middle, lower tier of it. Catch up to us. It's not my fault that you don't understand things. And we're not going to blame it on necessarily, well, you didn't explain to me better. No, you need to listen better. How about that? How about you understand some of these fundamental concepts and why you don't you understand these things? And so highly vertical communication channels can be very, very um, disruptive and uh, destructive to, to organizations. So we have to figure out ways to make them less less vertical and maybe even just flatten. I want to say more horizontal, just flatten it. So one of the layers of bureaucracy that, I, that I've seen is too vertical of a uh, communication channel. Hey, what's up team? This is Gabriel, Gabe Rock Avila. Leading in the modern military across multiple generations takes a constantly evolving set of skills to ensure no one is left behind. Being selected to serve as a squadron commander in the Air Force is potentially the greatest level of influence you can have on people that will last for the rest of their career. My new book, No Pressure, 
provides practical advice and reality-tested recommendations to leaders on how you can successfully serve across your command tour and be the inspirational leader everyone needs you to be. Be inspired at any echelon within your unit to not be another cog in the machine and be the leader you've always wanted to follow. You can buy your copy of No Pressure at ConstantElevation.co, Amazon, or Barnes & Noble to include the ebook versions. Don't wait for the future. Define the future. Second thing I think about is uh, compromise and consensus are prioritized over decision quality. I actually pulled that from one of the interviews uh, this month in March from General Brown when he was asked to give some, um, I'll put the links in the, in the, in the uh, full show notes, but that is very prevalent where I work at. Compromise and consensus. You have to make sure that you check with everybody before anybody, before anybody makes a decision, you have to make sure everybody's comfortable with that. Why? Why do I have to make sure everybody's comfortable? What happens if they don't understand it? What happens if they don't, they take too long to come up with their idea? I'm good with moving forward and giving a common courtesy, be like, hey, I'm gonna talk about this. If this is important to you, catch up to us. If not, I'm moving forward. I don't have time to wait for you. Again, the nature of our business in the cyber world, I can't wait that long. I have to get decisions made. So I don't worry about um, compromise and consensus. That's, that's not to say that I'm not going to offer some professional courtesy to make sure, hey, I'm sharing information. Here's the things. I want to collaborate with you. How can we make sure by the time I talk to the boss, I can say, hey, so uh, my team and the other team came up with this idea. Here's what we're presenting for. If you have enough time, that's good. But if you start to get to a point where you it's slowing down or it's getting mired in some kind of weird, like someone's not willing to contribute or whatever it is, then I'm not going to wait for you. I'm going to keep on going because I have my boss gave me tasks and priorities to get after and they can't be necessarily compromised by your indecision or your discomfort or uncomfortableness with whatever subject matter we're talking about. And so because in the end, decision quality means the right answer is the right answer. You may not like it. That's beside the fucking point. Decision quality is talking about the right answer. And that could be more work for somebody. It could be more work for us, and that's okay. The idea is you're supposed to come up, good leaders figure out what's the actual, the, the course of action that makes sense and provide, gets the mission accomplished. It doesn't burn everybody down. And you have to take bold action to make sure those decisions are actually made versus waiting till everybody's comfortable. I always joke around, it's it's pearl grasping and hand wringing. It's like, oh, people are, I'm just so nervous to make this a decision. You're, you need to get over, you need to get better. Just do better. Overall, just do better. Uh, the, the overall team can should not be suffering because you are just uncomfortable. So um, we need to be start to prioritize decision quality over consensus and compromise. Third point is uh, adding time to decisions that have already been made. This one is really interesting. And I was very glad to read um, General Brown's kind of comments as far as where he's not a fan of let's have a meeting after the meeting after the meeting like no we have one meeting and everybody needs to be talking about what everything is here and so um what i took away from that is because when you add these other hey so uh, i know we talked about it in public and the boss made it um a decision on this but let's go let's have a small group discussion after that like why are you having a small group discussion because sometimes those small group discussions like yeah so the boss said this but i don't agree with that or we we wanted him to pick this koa so we're gonna when we tell everybody what was the outcome of these meetings, because no one takes meeting minutes, because that's a thing of the past, apparently. 
people have the opportunity to change the interpretation or the record of what actually happened. And then they'll just kind of slow roll it. They'll be like, ah, I actually, well, the boss, he's still mulling over it. Or she is mulling over it. Like, no, she's not. She made a decision. Why, why, why are you changing the story? And so those kind of things is like, well, you know, because we want to, we want to protect her. Or like, if she made a decision, she made a decision. As long as it's not illegal, immoral, unethical, your job is to follow orders. What are we doing here? That's just the, that's just the, the nature of our business as in the profession of arms. That idea where people take it upon themselves to create additional time when a decision has already been made is another layer of bureaucracy. Like, that's why I get very leery of when someone tells me of like, this is what happened at the meeting. Like, is it though? Are you sure that's what happened at the meeting? Let me go ask somebody else. And then if I get a different story, already I'm suspect. I'm like, no, let me go. And I, I have no problem, not kidding, no problem finding that senior officer, finding the senior leader, be like, hey, sir, ma'am, what did you say? Did you say this, this, or that? They'll tell me what the answer is. All right, cool. Now I got it. And then I have very clear and, and precise information to take action on because someone else is filtering it or changing potentially the narrative because there's a different agenda they're trying to fit. And I, we don't have time for that. That's You're adding bureaucracy. You're adding inefficiency to a process to a domain of a domain of warfare, a in the um, in our business that has no business being there. We don't have time to wait for you just mulling over and adding things because you're nervous about it. So we need to stop adding time. And what that means is if you're going to make it, if, if a decision is made, then you need to follow that decision. Part of that as well is uh, moving on to the fourth one, hiding your account accountability from public dis disclosure discourse. I'm sorry, hiding your accountability from public discourse. What I mean by that is if you are empowered to be in a certain position with an organization, that means it can have a large or larger amount of authority, depending on where it is. Your job then is to represent your team and provide your senior leader or subject matter expertise to the conversation. And if you don't, you're throwing away your opportunity. You're just wasting people's time because that would like, it's kind of a thing of, if you imagine any kind of team sport, if somebody on that team sport, if a center is not following his or her play within a basketball court, if a wide receiver is not running their route on a football field, you're screwing up the whole team because you're not doing your job. Just do your job. I know a lot. Uh, I know some people are not a big fan of Big uh, Bill Belichick, but I like that mantra of just do your job. If your job is to be a senior leader and provide that senior um, uh, subject matter expert opinion to a conversation and you kind of acquiesce and don't provide anything because you're afraid to rock the boat fucking move I don't, we don't have time for that you're supposed to be there to do your job your job is to make sure in the public discourse in the the most um if you want to call it a vulnerable state where someone's asking your opinion if you don't share it you're wrong you're not doing your job you're not doing the single job you're supposed to be doing being a leader you're supposed to be uh, sharing exactly what your honest thoughts at a, at a certain point in time, someone's going to make, or you're going to have to make a decision. It is what it is. It could be wrong. It is what it is. Your job is to make it. But if you acquiesce that responsibility, you should not be, you're not, I don't want you to have the responsibility. I don't think you should be in that position in order to, um, to make decisions because you're not making decisions. You're, you're choosing to just kind of slow roll and let things happen where they are. And you're not going to be willing to kind of stand on your own two feet and have your opinion and stand by those, those decisions. That's bureaucracy. That's bureaucracy. In my opinion is just inefficiency. You're just adding layers of inefficiency because you're not doing your job. Do your damn job. Final one is, uh, um, 
too much hesitancy to show something to leadership that isn't perfect. I mentioned earlier, and I've heard this topic, I heard it first when I was a staff officer on PACAF, and then I've heard a, a good number of leaders say this as well. Um, good enough is the enemy of perfection. And I think at this point in time, people are just are in one camp, me, I'm very comfortable with good enough. I'm good enough with producing a good enough email, a good enough product, a good enough something and then I'll be able to talk through once because at some point in time, I'm gonna have to talk to somebody. Here's exactly what's happening versus spending time of just doing happy to glad changes. And I'm not saying your attention to detail shouldn't be there. What I'm saying is if you are not willing to move forward because you just feel uncomfortable and you're not sure you're gonna have, you're gonna be able to win it, then you have not done your proper homework and you're worrying about these little things that don't make sense. You should be able to have enough 80 to 85% of your work and your knowledge done that you know you feel confident in where you're, if you're going. If you don't reach that, that level, that means you probably shouldn't be going in that direction. So, but you don't get marred in trying to get to 100% or 99% perfection. That's another layer of bureaucracy where you're like, okay, I need a pre-brief before you talk to the pre-brief inside the pre-brief. Like you just added four more hours out of my time to go through this slide deck or go through these talking points where how about you just trust me and just let me get out of my way and just let me do this stuff. I get really, really frustrated. Um, and I, and I try and do my best to make sure I'm not that obstacle as well. I get it that like, um, one of the things I mentioned in the, uh, in the kernel seminar is, Hey, remember when you always talk about, well, they are doing them, the, they, and them. Now we are them. I am the, I am potentially going to be an obstacle to that. I'm going to work really, really hard to make sure I'm not, um, I'm not here to try and I'm here, I'm here to help sharpen up as much as possible. Some of the objectives and plans and projects we want to do, but at a certain point in time, I got to let my action officers fly and they're going to be okay. We just had a, a great example this morning uh, over the last four days. We're finally talking to an 06 and preparing for a three-star briefing next week. It's okay. I'm not going for per perfect. Arguably, some of the time we're going to spend, the general may not even care. Honestly, may not even care is going to make his decision uh, based on the, the core of the conversation. It's not going to worry the fact that I chose this font or I have these weird graphics or whatever it is. You're, you're talking about some stuff that's not really important because I nailed the major we nailed the majority of the intent of what we're supposed to do. So how about you worry about that? Don't It's good enough. Don't worry about perfection. So that's my final thing of bureaucracy. Obviously, I'm, I'm kind of not even kind of. I'm very passionate about minimizing and eliminating bureaucracy. It's, it's unnecessary. I don't have time for that. None of us have time for that. We have other things we have to do. We have more projects. You know, we're we're going to be doing more with less. That's always going to be a thing, and it's not the the best thing to do. But also, just I I want to have a certain kind of harmony in my life. I want to be able to make sure that I can go home and not and not spend time on something that's worthless because it's going to start eating away at my personal health or my personal uh, mental stability. And I'm going to work hard to make sure I eliminate and call out bureaucracy where I can. It's not going to be always successful, but somebody has to do it. And it's going to be this handsome guy that just published his 100th episode of Content Elevation. So kind of a rant this week, team, but it's really, I'm passionate about this. That's why I, I kind of get on my soapbox. Um, again, go to constantelevation.co if you want to read a little bit more um, slower paced sort of uh, feedback and what I'm talking about this week. But bureaucracy, I truly believe is the killer of initiative because you're just preventing people. You're almost beating people down with unnecessary bullshit when all they're trying to do is the right thing. So stop doing that. We can all, st if, we, if you develop that awareness, we can stop it in the tracks. We become the better leaders we, meant, we are meant to be. So 
All right, team, stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Constant Elevation. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. Visit our site at constantelevation.co. Find and follow us on Facebook at constantelevation.co. And like and follow me on Instagram at, at gaybrock.